Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's sometimes tough to be humbled or sometimes tough when your confidence is shaken because it makes you question if you were ever the thing that you believed you were yeah, in the good. first place. There's a temptation to define ourselves by our worst moments. Mm. Something happens that shakes my confidence. I don't allow it to break my confidence. Mm. Being confident doesn't guarantee you success in um, everything that you do, like contrary to popular belief. When your achievements become your norms, you don't celebrate them. Yeah. You're waiting for your deficits. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. Now we are all all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world and in today's episode we are going to be talking about entering into your confident era yeah, okay from it girl that girl all of that jazz how do we transition mm. to embracing our insecurities mm. overcoming them oh. and really becoming confident in the women we are and the women we've been called to be yeah who is giving confidence it is indeed it, girl. it is indeed well sisters <laughs> before we get into it you already know the dealio we have some housekeeping announcement first of which is <laughs> live show tms live in london okay so the way this this year's live shows mm-hmm, running mm-hmm. we're obviously bigger and better things we're not managing like ticket sales and outlets and all of that nope. it's being hosted on the hackney empire website did somebody say it's iconic? giving big girl it's, it's giving crazy. we're stepping into our own confidence for here. real exactly no. do you get living so with that we like get sales reports every monday and girls you showed out hey. to grab these tickets okay we are so Child. appreciative and honestly we just want you to keep on inviting people to come and come with your friends we purposefully release group tickets and like bring a sister ticket mm-hmm. so honestly grab your tickets there are still some left i know in tms fashion we usually sell out real quick so some of you may have missed or thought you've missed out on getting a ticket but honestly there are still tickets left you so definitely space. grab a ticket to come to the biggest baddest biggest gathering of sisters in london on october 27th in london town all right we have some cool announcements oh, yeah. regarding live show coming up soon with you know speak Speakers, guests, you co-sisters, know. all of that, hosts, oh those my gosh. people, those folks that turn <laughs> up at these things, you know? Yep. So honestly, check out the link in the description and in the show notes to head straight to the Hackney Empire website and grab your ticket. Don't lack. Like genuinely, sisters, this is one of the biggest things that we've pulled off over at To My Sisters. And there was so much anxiety and nervousness as we put out those tickets, but seeing the sisters show up and show off has been so encouraging. So sisters, let's keep on pushing. Get those tickets, bring a sister, a cousin, a mother, a brother. There's a couple brothers yes. that may be showing oh, up. I've received quite a few questions mm-hmm. about that personally. Men are allowed to come to this event. So mm-hmm. bring your boys out. As long as you're an ally. Yes. I can't stress yes, enough an yes, ally. Yes, if you yes. are an op, this is not the show At for you. <laughs> Allies only, please. And thank please you. And thanks. Yes. Uh, second housekeeping announcement is you can still vote for me to win Rising Star of the Year. Oh, um, my gosh. Just going to put that out there because, like I said, people have been on my neck to enter into my own confident era and ask people to support me to do things. That do the great. work. No, do the work so, that you're called to do. Okay. And this is the thing about Courtney. She'll come so on here and be like, It's in the yeah. description box. Um, Guys, so definitely click the link and vote for me. Thank you. Vote for Courtney. I Amen. know she's got to do the whole, like, yeah, just vote for me. But let me tell you why you should vote for Courtney. Uh, Courtney is for, I know, because you're not going to do it yourself. If you'd you like think, to come with us to Ghana in December, think. then you definitely can come with us. Before you come with show. us to Ghana, you need to take yourself and come with us to Found Divide's website to vote for the rising star. If you want her star to rise. Yeah. Especially those of you that are African, you believe in stars Amen. and all them things there. Or the, the people that just believe in stars in general, you're looking at one right here. Okay. Apparently so. If you would like her star to rise, then please arise and shine and go to the founder vine website to vote for courtney your rising star specifically your rising star (laughs) if you didn't hear that that is your rising star make sure you vote for courtney thank you god bless the link will be below oh my god (laughs) 
<laughs> Am I actually your bestie if I don't come and embarrass you small, small? This is a good point. There you go. So if you'd like to come with us to Ghana, as I definitely get over the sheer mortification <laughs> of that situation. Uh, if you'd like to come with us to Ghana or South Africa, then head down to the link in the description because you already know around here. Or maybe you don't know, actually, because don't. we're always attracting new people there you go. listening to the podcast. We host international retreats. Literally, we bring women together from all over the Absolutely. world to come and do sisterhood in real life, you know, enjoy each other's company, explore and adventure parts of the world Absolutely. and we are you know descending upon the continent of africa like a beehive okay we are coming to ghana in december and mm-hmm. we are also going to south africa in february <laughs> and so if you can if you'd like to if you're interested and you love to travel or maybe you've never traveled before but you want a group of girls to do it with then definitely check out Let's our see. international retreats down below and in the show notes as well whoop whoop that's Love exciting. That. It is very exciting stuff. Damn. We're doing awesome things. The things. We're doing the things. We're trying. And we need your like absolute support because what is a sisterhood without the sisters? We know? need the sisters to show up there. We show go. Us, so come and show off. Man. There we go. But sisters, before we get into the main conversation, someone needs our help. Oh, they, they always. Do you know man. what I mean? And what is sisterhood without support? Honestly. So we have a ding ding ding. Dilemma. Let us get into it. Hello there, sisters. Hi. First, I just want to say that I've been watching since 2021. Thank you for creating this amazing platform long and time. show. Long time, sister. Mm. You both have incredible talent and are Im- impacting so many people all over. Don't ever stop. Aww. I live in New York City and I love to travel and I can't wait to meet at one of your international events. Wow. Love that for you, sis. I'm 25 years old, work from home um, and I have two jobs. Mm-hmm. I'm partially separated from my husband. Mm-hmm. We are working on getting back together, but it's been a struggle. When we first started dating, I felt confident because I was the smallest I had ever been in mm-hmm. my life after a weight loss journey prior to meeting him. Within a month of our relationship, he said if I worked on my stomach, I would be perfect he used to be really hard on me when it came to dieting and exercise he is extremely fit i used to join him on his walks gym sessions and soccer games Mm -hmm. i would walk around the field every few months i try new diets workout routines fasting you name it Mm. but to him i let myself go over the years fast forward three and a half years later i've gained over 30 pounds Mm. in the right places i'd say Mm -hmm. my insecurities worsened and i had body dysmorphia Mm. to the point where i've got lipo the lipo helped but i still need to lose weight i've been doing the work and have lost 15 pounds so far he is supportive and i sense slight envy since i've gained some confidence got a new car acquired more money and my hustle mentality as well as attention from male onlookers and have been consistently going to the gym and staying in shape my husband is a looker and a gazer at just about anything that walks in his direction direction i think he does it because he knows it will trigger me but it does trigger me because he is admiring their beauty right in front of me when he does this i send him videos and pictures of my workouts and outfits sometimes it's difficult to get spoken or written compliments about my beauty and physique from him deeper than like an emoji or a like or something Mm. to the point where if he does it it feels like a pity or forced i'm not gonna lie this entire journey has been hard we are working on our differences to get back together Mm. as far as my weight loss i have reset my journey many times over the past couple months i am currently at week three and feel a little discouraged because the number on the scale is barely moving and honestly i want fast results i really don't want to fail i know if i keep going i would see better results but it's so far away how do i stay consistent Mm. confident happy motivated secure and determined on a journey like this. This is a layer. <laughs> this is a bo- double Many layers. Boss. Many layers to this, this one. It's is giving a, cake. Hey, it's giving double decker boss. Honestly. <laughs> wow. First of all, sis, congratulations on your journey. Like yes. it's very not easy, especially as it pertains to your health, your well-being. It's really hard to be consistent. Yeah. And I think we under we underplay the importance, but also the drive that is needed to even think about your health and well-being especially in a time like this where it's so easy to be bought into obviously the instant gratification or so easy to just let that be a thing that is not on your radar so kudos to you for like keeping up with it and at least trying like there's actually an intention and a desire and you've been seeing results maybe not at the speed that you would like but i think it's important to recognize those small wins and even if it is a mindset a mindset shift or even if it is seeing small changes Mm -hmm. 
those small changes always compound over time. Definitely. And even in, you know, thinking about like weight gain, weight loss, a lot of these things that happen to us don't happen overnight. They happen over time when you're going through things. And you mentioned that you gained 30 pounds. You didn't put it on overnight. You know, this is some, you were going through really like testing and trying time. So I think an acknowledgement of the fact that you've actually worked, you've done some work on yourself and you're continuing to do your, your work on yourself. There's multiple layers to this dilemma. The first layer is this relationship with you, this man. I'm not, uh, look, I'm not here to judge anybody's relationship. But the first thing that I was thinking was, this guy sounds a bit like a narcissist and he might mm. need to go to therapy. Um, because it's really given saboteur. I don't know if y'all petty. have, do you remember that show? I can't remember what it's called. Is it The Sorcerer? I think it's something like that. Sabotage or something. And you had to figure out. I know exactly what it was about. Who was sabotaging the games? Yeah. Who was sabotaging? It was on CBBC? Yeah. Yeah. And as you were reading out this dilemma, I just kept on thinking, you are the saboteur. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, you are somebody that is posing as, obviously, you want to be in this relationship. Mm. He wants to be in this relationship with you. But for all intents and purposes, I haven't heard in the course of that dilemma anything that he has done that has been supportive Mm. or loving or and perhaps it's just the nature of a dilemma where you tend to highlight some of the more negative elements so i don't want to assume the worst worst, right but from everything that i've heard so far from this dilemma and the limited information around your husband this guy is not given supportive spouse at all now i'm not saying that you should completely bin him because it seems like you're both doing a work to restore this relationship but i think your husband there you go he is your husband but i do think it is worth if you haven't already started thinking about doing some kind of counseling with him or doing some kind of work with him that requires a third party because i don't think it's normal to you know, have to seek validation or seek affirmation from your husband, mm-hmm. like prying out some kind of blood from a stone. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, genuinely, because people will be telling agree. you, oh, you're insecure. And it's like, no, when somebody mm-hmm. actually loves you, exactly, they will do what it is necessary to ensure that exactly. you feel comfortable, happy, and they express their love. And if it feels like you're pulling blood from a stone or, you know, you're pulling out teeth, then it's not giving affection. It's giving you need some help because expressing love and expressing affection to your spouse should come normal yeah another red flag that i heard was the whole that that whole element of like envy but then at the mm. same time you're looking at other babes mm-hmm. because you think it's going to trigger a reaction out of me it's definitely giving narcissist yeah. um so i think addressing that with him if you haven't already it does sound like it's something that's cropped up quite a bit so obviously i won't judge but it's definitely something you need to address with him and mm-hmm. see okay this is making me feel a particular type of way and in a functioning relationship like this can't run this can't run between you and i and then the first thing that you mentioned in so far as you would be perfect if your stomach looked like this red bloody (laughs) the flag is bloody the flag because you don't get first of all you don't give feedback like that second Mm. of all it shows where his priorities are right Mm. the aesthetics and not the functionality it would have been different if he had said you know babe like I have genuine concerns about your health and well-being, not necessarily because you look a particular sort of way, but because it's impacting your confidence Mm. or it's impacting the way that you feel about yourself. But this whole, you are no longer desirable to me or you have to do X, Y, Z or this kind of work in order for me to feel like I can desire you. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. I get that you are the saboteur, the chief saboteur. Um, And I think it's worth, again, having a conversation with him. I think even this period of separation, I know that you're trying to restore this relationship, but I think leveraging that separation to really like understand yourself, where you're at, do the work of... um, stitching up your your mental health and well-being because Mm. it feels like and sounds like your mental health has taken a huge hit as a result of obviously your bodily and physical changes but also this separation and these restoration attempts Mm. so i would definitely encourage you to go slowly in terms of patching up things with your husband obviously it's a priority but you need to also prioritize being whole before you step into that situation of unity it's a lot easier to bridge together and bring two things together that are whole than trying to bring two things together that are broken Mm. and it still sounds like there's an element of brokenness both in you but also in your husband that needs to be addressed and healed and perhaps actually leveraging a little bit of separation or a little bit of distance from each other Mm. would give you the space to really think about okay what do we want for ourselves in terms of 
our physical health, our emotional health, our mental health. And then what are the things that we need to address in our relationship in order to restore and heal? And this is going to be an ongoing conversation. Mm. Um, as you mentioned, you know, you're partially um, distanced from your husband. So it's a partial work, right? Yeah. It's a modular work that you have to you have to do in order to restore entirely. And I think don't be fooled into thinking that the onus is on you to restore this relationship mm. and the onus is on you to change in order to get that alone. transformation right. It's not going to happen just because you, you know, you've lost weight because what happens when you gain weight again? It's not going to happen just because you're confident now because what happens when later down the line you feel a little bit less confident yeah. for whatever happens. Partnership isn't about um, love, conditional love under specific circumstances. It's an mm. active choice that needs to be renewed every single day, mm. no matter the circumstance. And for all intents and purposes, the work that I can see your husband needs to do is really figuring out, do I have the capacity to love, to actively choose to love my spouse mm. and my partner, irrespective of the circumstance? And that may look like occasionally sharing some hard truths, but truths that are delivered in love and rooted in that active choice to love. So I would definitely say leverage that healing process away from each other mm -hmm. as well as together. Um, and then also as it pertains to like practical things around, you know, weight, then I know that it's something that's so touchy for a lot of women as well, because everyone is so, they, they claim to be concerned about our health, but really yeah. they're, they're so concerned about the way that we look yep. because people can have all sorts of stomachs and still be healthy. Facts. There can be people that have the flattest stomachs and the biggest asses. And it's like, you are actually categorically yeah. unfit. Um, so just really doing the work of unlearning what it means to be healthy um, and really trying to prioritize functionality, really trying to prioritize what does me at my best look like? And it doesn't always have to be the size eight with mm. the, you know, flat stomach and the, you know, big bum big or whatever. Bum, yeah. Sometimes it's actually, I feel good. I can walk a, a couple miles, you know, those kind of targets um, and having non-scale victories as well. Mm. I think we can so obsess over the numbers. Yeah. We're like, I want to lose this in this amount of time. And life happens like genuinely, especially if you're like trying to lose weight or even gain weight. The reality of life kicks in. You're yeah. going to eat more than you intended or you're going to eat less than you intended and you won't see the results for a particular mm. week. That's okay. The time is going to pass anyways. And it's better for you to be consistent on the small things which compound over time mm. than trying all of these quick fixes which will put you in a place where you're even more broken than where you yeah, started. So sis, take your time with this one. Genuinely prioritize yourself, your healing, um, and prioritize really thinking about some of the values that and principles that are important to you. Good. And then also try and encourage your husband. Or more, that man needs to go to therapy. That <laughs> man, no, genuine, ah, oh, it was just, uh, red for that saboteur. It's yeah. really given sabotage. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of work that he needs to do that you can like support and prod, but ultimately he has to make the decision yeah, to, to do, do that it. work as well. Yeah, um, that's good. So that's my long-winded answer. No, that's very good answer. Courts, I think I agree with everything that you said. And I think... When it comes down to it, you've tried to lose weight and he still had issues um, and he was still causing problems. And so, like I, like you said, it's not about conditional love here. It's not about, well, I need to make myself perfect before he can love me. I think mm. it is not too much to ask for your partner to love you for who you are. Now, I do think that there are, you know... There are places within intimate relationships for someone to be like, you know, I am concerned about your health, mm. but it needs to come from a genuine place of love. And I think you can highlight to your partner, especially as you are in this time of maybe reconciliation and trying to hash out some of your differences that caused the separation in the first place. Mm. I think you can highlight in this time that, hey, like, this is something that actually played on my mind and played on my heart throughout our relationship. I didn't like your approach and I really want to know what this is going to look like moving forward. And I think that kind of conversation gives you something to hold your partner accountable to, mm. especially if you then choose to proceed with your relationship and like reconciling. I do think allowing him to express what his concerns are just so you can see what his motives actually are mm. but also you expressing how these things make you feel because your emotions are very valid both of those things need to take place in this period of time and so express to him yo this is how I felt about that situation this is how mm. I felt about these comments this is the these are the changes and the behaviors that I've noticed in you as well over time when you look at women like this I don't appreciate that mm. and really putting out there how you feel because I think during times when you've gone through something like this it can begin to make you just question whether everything that you feel mm. is even 
worth feeling or worth expressing because you know this person has been so vocal about the things that they think may not be right with you Mm. that you now think well how do I express what I don't think is right with them without causing further conflict but I think this is the perfect opportunity for you to see your emotions as valid Mm. and force him to listen especially if he is interested in reconciling this relationship with you and I love that you emphasize that this is a two-way street you're not Mm. going to fix your relationship by yourself and I don't want you to also see yourself as something that you have to fix especially by having to lose weight because that's not the case here if you want to lose weight then do it for you if you've noticed that hey when I did get into this relationship I put on some extra pounds I'm personally not happy with it then do it because you're personally not happy with it right but if you are fine with it like you said girl you've you've gained all that weight in all the right places if you are confident with that then girl pick yourself up and move on and if he doesn't want that I think it is unfortunate and obviously our biggest thing would be to champion your relationship getting back together because he is your husband this is your marriage and it's Mm. it's quite serious you know but if that is not the case you can't force someone to love you who doesn't want to love you and you can't force somebody to love you when they don't want to love you right and I think if you express that this is what love means to me and you don't get to this place of like agreement or where you can sense that there is genuine care then there may be question as to whether this is the right relationship for you to go back into and whether he is the right person at this present moment um, for you to be with and so that may take means some extra time that may mean you know being separated for a bit longer Mm. but that's completely up to you and your journey and like you said there are different factors in this dilemma which we just won't know and so definitely weigh everything up for yourself but from what you're saying about his behavior if he's not ready to address these little things the glances here and there the slide comments to you here and there then you're you're not going to enter into a relationship where you can actually be happy. And I think that will then have you both going around in circles in terms of the frustration you may be feeling towards the fact that like weight loss and stuff is taking long girl. I hear you on a deep, (laughs) deep, deep (laughs) level. Um, But in terms of what you were saying about staying confident, staying happy, staying consistent, all of that I think is nestled in you just taking that daily action every day. It doesn't mean that every day has to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that every day has to look like, you know, doing 75 hard and you're doing, Um, you know, three hours of working out every single day. But it does mean that every day you should do something that shows you that this is actually something that means a lot to you Mm. and that this is something that you are committed to you're committed to yourself you're committed to your progress and really enjoying the journey of not punishing yourself I think that's something that like I've had to highlight to myself over time and we've said it many times on the podcast where don't see weight loss don't see discipline as a punishment but definitely see it as an evolutionary journey and you are currently evolving as a person you are finding your voice you are finding your confidence you are finding you know what it means to be in and out of a Mm -hmm, relationship mm -hmm. and that is a lot of discovery and so allow yourself to go on this journey where you are presented with daily challenges that you can overcome and you can prove to yourself that you are actually able to stay dedicated you are able to actually you know set out to nourish your body and love your body in this specific kind of way which is giving it you know really nutritious meals moving it a bit more and all of that but don't be so hard on yourself and don't think that a quick fix is going to fix things because like you said you already got lipo and that didn't Mm -hmm. fix things you know you're still actually at this point where you're realizing the quick fix doesn't always fix things and so allow yourself to go through the long journey at this point because that's when you'll actually build the confidence by building that track record of Mm. repeated actions, showing yourself that you are committed to yourself and you're committed to your growth. And it does take time and that time does get frustrating. Mm. But at the end of the day, you're going to get there. Do you get what I mean? It may take long. It may take repetitive steps, but you are going to get there as long as you don't stop. And as long as you don't turn back right Mm. so just keep moving forward sis um i know it's hard but sometimes these are the only answers we can actually give because they are the truth and the truth is sometimes hard to accept Mm. but honestly sis you're doing great like you really are you're you're battling or not battling but you're you're having to face a lot of different factors like Mm. your marriage Mm -hmm. separation Mm possibly reconciling now trying to lose weight and take Mm -hmm. care of your hair like you take care of your health sorry and like you said you've got your hustle on you're doing a whole bunch of stuff probably outside of that so 
be gracious towards yourself um, and choose to not see yourself through the lens of this man. Try to not see yourself through the lens of this relationship Absolutely. either. Discover who you are outside of that. The person that you came into, you know, as into this relationship, who was she? You know, that, yeah. you know, that person before you met this man, who was she? And reconnect with that level of independence and love yourself in that way. Um, so that you can move forward in a way that isn't trying to appease him mm -hmm. and satisfy him or even beat yourself down and force yourself to be something um, because you hate the person you are now. Um, so yeah, I hope that that's helpful and we'll really be interested to hear what the journey looks like. So keep us informed and sisters, as always, if you have any advice, drop them in the comments because this is a community Hello. and we are here for community knowledge. Okay. So definitely share your advice, your wisdom and anything you have to say. We would love to hear that. So. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I guess bouncing off of that really well. Yeah. Have you ever felt like there had been a significant knock to your confidence, Miss Renee? Oh, child. <laughs> Multiple times. Multiple times. Multiple times. Man, oh man. So, oh man, I'm really trying to think of the most recent one. Mm. There's been quite a few on my journey, both physically as it pertains to like the whole like keeping healthy, mm. um, job and career related stuff. Mm relationships like it's just it's given rocky balboa boxing ring. <laughs> there's definitely been some moments where my 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 confidence has been knocked or mm -hmm. shaken at least or there has been some kind of external threat that has just made me think ah am i what i thought i was yeah. like am i really the it's girl really or am i the um to the side girl you know what i'm saying <laughs> am i a side chick really in in in, in the grand scheme in the grand scheme of things um I think because I was thinking about this like recently, just like reflecting on like my career journey. I think the one that comes to mind for me, I'll share to you, but one that comes to mind for me was when I finished my master's degree. And I wouldn't say that I was necessarily arrogant, but I had this, there was this um, understanding that's mm. like when you finish, you've got your master's degree, you've got your education, things are going to be easy. Mm. You're going to be that boss girl that just like gets a really sick role or like you're an entrepreneur or whatever. And like, you're just flying high. Yeah. Coming out of my master's degree and thinking that things are going to be plain sailing and smooth and easy and being humbled very, very quick. Mm. And just like, oh, maybe I'm not that girl that I thought I was because mm. actually it's taken me a really long time to actually A, find something that I actually want to do. But B, I'm actually getting rejected from things. Like mm. I'm actually having to deal with the fact that People don't want me or like companies don't want me or like roles don't want me or positions don't want me. Um, so that was definitely a serious like knock to my confidence because right. I was just like, oh, all of these things that I had been acquiring in order to be in a position where I wouldn't have to be fighting for my life. Yeah. Inadvertently, I found myself still fighting for my life. Yeah. Um, so that's one example of like when I definitely felt like my confidence was like shaken. Mm. Um, I think another example that I can think of it's no um, surprise that, you know, I, I love gym. I'm that babe that's like constantly in the gym. And I'm just like, mm. I actually love exercise because mm. I think it's fun. I very recently, maybe a couple of months ago, herniated my disc in mm. my back and couldn't even remember when I was like coming out, like maybe my back hurts. Like I couldn't even sit down and stuff like that. And that was really humbling because as somebody that has been invested in this whole well-being journey this whole like exercise journey and thinking that ah, I had gotten to a level of expertise where I had minimized risk and injury getting injured like six or seven years into the game oh my goodness I just felt like I was just like I'm gonna throw everything I'm gonna throw everything away and I think that's 
it's, it's sometimes tough to be humbled or sometimes tough when your confidence is shaken because it makes you question if you were ever the thing that you believed you were yeah, in good. the first place, that's right? Good. Like you had this belief in yourself and now you're kind of like, oh, not only am I scared right now or yeah. shaken right now, but I'm now starting to question the foundation of everything else that I believed in to be yeah. true about myself. And I think what's actually been so encouraging, especially about like the last few months, or I want to say maybe the last like two years in my life is being able to have the two side by side. Mm. So I can have my confidence shaken in like a moment, but disallowing it from going any further than that. Mm. So it's like, okay, maybe I was wrong in the moment or maybe this thing shook me or made me feel uncomfortable or there's an area there that I need to learn and grow. But stopping the conversation there for me is very, very important because I'm prone to overthinking. I'm prone to being that person that genuinely starts to have like a, you know, when like you let things continue, Mm. you let things fester and you just are constantly thinking about these things again and again. I'm that kind of person. And before it used to take like one chink in my armor and then the whole thing breaks apart now there's layers to it Mm. like okay maybe the outer layer was kind of hurt a little bit but there's fortifications now um that mean that when something happens that shakes my confidence I don't allow it to break my confidence Mm. and I think it's that and having that delineation that has been so so important in being able to not only like heal learn and grow but then also move on yeah because sometimes it can be so hard to move on because now you have this new data that tells you, actually, you're not good at what you do. Yeah. Like you're actually not good at what you do. And there's an area that you need to improve in. And that's humbling. Yeah. And I think um, I was having a conversation with another one of my friends, a male friend, actually, where we were talking about like the socialization of men mm-hmm. versus women. And for all intents and purposes, a lot of women are socialized into thinking that they are a finished product. Yeah. So it's very, very mm-hmm. difficult for you to believe that there's still work for you to do because a lot of our lives have been geared towards being the perfect partner or being the perfect like mother or being the perfect quote unquote woman. Mm. So there are certain instances or certain stages that you get to in your life when you're faced with the reality that you're falling short somewhere, damn, it levels you like a, like the way that, (laughs) the way that that mountain just cascades. Whereas obviously I'm not saying that it's easier for men, but this whole notion of like constant growth, this whole notion of like continuous improvement, I think at least for me as a woman had been very, very difficult to implement in my life because I had been coached into thinking that I am more of a product rather than having the privilege of being able to go through a process. So yeah, it was hard, man. That's interesting. It was hard. I would have thought it was kind of the other way around just because I, I feel like women are constantly told there is more work on themselves to do mm-hmm. in the sense of like ah but you could be better here you could be better there and I think even when you achieve something in one area there's uh there can be a tendency to just look at what isn't adding up or isn't good enough in another area mm-hmm. like oh I've, I'm really killing it killing it in my career but oh no my personal life is kind of you know dying a bit and what I've seen sometimes through my male friends is like less of that comparison and more of that focus or a fixation on the things that are going well Mm -hmm. and it's like oh no okay yeah relationships are going trash and maybe my family hates me but I'm really Mm -hmm. killing it in my career Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and kind of seeing focusing on that as like a a marker or the benchmark for their confidence and that real catalyst but that's really I I think that's an interesting way to view it as well of like because you are a you are positioned as a product Mm. can you actually go through a process I actually think that's a really good way uh, yeah a a really interesting thing to see out of it um I think for me confidence has definitely been a very interesting journey because I think people perceive confidence or can mistake loudness for confidence or mistake like you being you know really out there and forward facing as like oh you must be a super confident person but I I think like you said there's actually layers to this Mm. and you can be very confident in the sense that you are not scared of being out there you're not scared of maybe speaking in public or um being seen but I do think that there can be for me there has been times of insecurity surrounding like oh okay am I again like you said the person that I think I am but also have I done enough to prove to myself that I am that person Mm. and why is it taking me so long to feel like I am that person like why is it taking me so long for my my personal um identity or confidence to catch up with other people's perception of me Mm. 
And I do think that there can sometimes be this um, general fear that that can and nervousness that that can cause to rise up in you which is oh my gosh everyone thinks I should show up in this way but do I actually trust that I can show up in that way and it's like but everyone else is really confident in me but I'm not confident in me and it's something that I've said a few times in terms of like being able to bet on yourself and I've struggled with that like would I put other people put their bets on me Mm. which is great you know vote for me to win this award (laughs) other people would (laughs) other people would put their bets on me but would I actually put my bets on me Right. right and I think that has always always been a challenge because I know what I am like behind the scenes and Mm. I think there's an there's a tendency there has been in my life and there could be for other people to focus on the shortcomings and focus on more on the things that we have not done Mm. than the things that we actually have done Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. to really be like oh I've achieved xyz I did go to the gym consistently for xyz or I did lose this much weight or I did not to say that these are the things that should make you confidence but confident but for my personal journey these have definitely been some of the goals and I think achieving your goals is what helps you feel like you are a more confident person but like oh I I did xyz I said instead of focusing on the things I did do I'd be like oh no but I you know ate way too much last week or oh but I I didn't go to the gym for like three days in a row and I was extremely tired and I was being lazy and I think there's a there's a temptation to define ourselves by our worst moments Mm. instead of allowing us to lean into the fact that we are the same people who was in our best moments right Mm -hmm. who performed in our best moments and we don't use that as a true definition of who we are would rather look at our shortcomings because we think we have more progress to to do and we're constantly falling short and i think that's another element that like makes your comfort is a knock to your confidence feeling like you're just constantly never enough like oh am I doing good enough I'm like there's always better that I can do I think that's a a different perspective Mm -hmm. like it's not that I'm not enough like I I know I am enough but it's am I as good as I'd want to be and that's the kind of overachiever in me which is always like but there's actually more that could be done and that that can be a knock to your confidence because then like I said you just never think you're doing good enough yeah yeah but what are the what are the some of the practical ways then that you overcome that? So whether it's re- facing rejection yeah. or feeling as though like there's actually something in my way which I can't even change. Like when you hurt your back, mm-hmm. there's something in my way which I can't even change. What were some of the practical things you did to actually recover your confidence? Yeah, I think first of all, um, respect for myself, like actually building respect for myself before I like rebuilt my confidence. I think sometimes when you're like self-belief and your confidence is founded in the things that you do and the things that you produce, you will always feel like you're falling short or you always get knocks to your confidence because there'll be a time where you won't be able to do what you do or produce what you produce, which is why like having respect for yourself existentially, just the respect for the fact that you're alive and you're breathing and the real like basic stuff, right? Because I think, especially when it comes to, at least in that example, when it comes to your health or like something that actually prevents you from doing something because you actually injure yourself, you start to actually have a lot of gratitude and respect for the fact that actually I'm alive. You know, I'm actually looking at, the silver lining as opposed to the dark clouds so actually reframing and working on my like life perspective and understanding okay this season of my life or the things that have happened to knock my confidence there's something that I can learn from this and there's something that is trying to be taught to me in this particular season and for me that was you gotta rest you actually have to chill and heal and focus on that and nothing else and I think being someone obviously we've spoken in a past episode about being multifaceted and constantly being high functioning, all that kind of stuff. And when you allow your confidence and um, yourself to just be defined through output and producing, the moment that you shut down and you're not able to do multiple things, you start to think, well, am I actually useful in Mm. in like life? Mm -hmm. Um, So actually building that self-respect and that happiness and that gratitude and just the, the, you're alive, man. That's actually such a good thing. And affirming yourself in the fact that you don't need to do in order to be worth being like Mm. you actually just exist and that's a good thing in of itself and that's where faith for me is very important right the affirmation that we see in things like the bible our confidence doesn't come from ourselves. our confidence comes from the one who made us (laughs) okay it can't you know what i mean like our confidence can't because we will fail and failure is actually like it's a fact of life yeah um So leaning in the respect for my existence and leaning in the respect of um, the fact that I don't have to produce in order to be and 
that's okay. Like yeah. it's fine to just exist and be a normal person that's and not it. have to be an, an overachiever or, or a perfectionist or whatever um, to feel confident in myself, I think mm. is really important. Secondly, I would say unsubscribe from ideals of what you see. Yeah confidence means yeah i think as you were saying you touched on a brilliant point that we think that loudness equates confidence yeah. but they are some of the most quiet people that i know or folks that mm. are you won't see them on social media you won't see them out here in these streets but they're confident yeah. they're happy they're content yeah. in their abilities their capabilities the things that they're doing and they don't need an audience to feel that way Good. so i would definitely say if you can like it's really important that you have periods where you actually hide away and mm. stay away from like other people or like any audiences that you may have in your life that are triggering that nervousness or triggering that sense of wanting to get validation, hide away from those kind of things. We talk about social media fast. We talk about curating your media feeds, curate your actual real life. Like you may have to stay away from a couple of people in real Facts. life for a season of time Facts. just to focus on building your own confidence in yourself and your capabilities. I would also say celebrate your wins. Mm. I think this is one of the ones that I am still struggling with, mm. especially if you're somebody that identifies as like a high achiever or overachiever. Mm. When your achievements become your norms, you don't celebrate them. Yeah. You're waiting for your deficits yeah. because your norm is That's now good. operating at this particular height. Yeah. Um, celebrate your wins. You've done some great stuff. Like stop focusing so much on some of the negative things exactly. that have happened, right? Um, like when I injured my back, I could have just sat that. Oh, I'm so sad. I can't move. I can't do X, Y, Z. But there were so many things that I had done, especially as it pertains to like my health and fitness. So many things that I had achieved over that year. And it was so easy for me to like zone in on the fact that I was injured that mm. I forgot the fact that, you know, I could like deadlift like two mm. times my body weight or like I forgot the fact that I can like run comfortably when mm. there were times in my life I couldn't run for a bus. Mm. I saw the bus. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> we'll wait for the next one. Or there were times where I couldn't, to be fair, the stairs on the underground and mm. the inclines they'd be having is mm. a serious thing. Mm -hmm. But there were times where I'm taking the lift, baby, like those kind of wins yeah. and celebrating them. Right. And it's the same in like if you're going in rough patches in relationships, for yeah. example, it's so easy to over index on your deficits rather than celebrating your wins. Yeah. So I definitely say genuinely scheduling time to celebrate your wins even if it's agree. like going out with a friend to go get a coffee and just like talking about the fact that you're really happy about the fact that you achieved something or if it is it doesn't have to be a post on social media it can just be you treating yourself go get a nice meal take yeah. yourself out celebrate your win you won that's good and stack up those receipts sometimes you have to remind yourself who you are in the face of things that were um conjured up to test who you are that's right good. so in the face of your deficits you have to be able to show up with your receipts yeah. so when something comes to knock you down you can push back that knockdown because you have a whole list of receipts that told you actually i am who i said yeah. i am you know what i mean like maybe um you're running a business and there was one month where you you lost money mm -hmm. all of the other months that you are operating at a profit you've got to pull up those receipts literally. print out those bank statements literally i was making 5k this month i was making 10k whatever it was yeah. sometimes it's a practical tangible thing yeah. of showing up with the receipts to speak a different story into your exactly. life as opposed to allowing the deficits that are coming up to speak that story and that yeah. narrative into your life um and I mean, it's even like a biblical principle. We talk about affirmations. We talk about there is life and death in the power of the tongue. Yes. But there really is life and death in the power of the tongue. What are you allowing to penetrate into your soul? What are you allowing the stories about yourself to be told to yourself? Yeah. So if you're constantly stacking up your deficits, then you're always going to be operating from a place of scarcity, yeah. from a place of deficit, from a place of lacking of confidence. Yeah. Um, so stack up your receipts. And I think that's even more important to do because oftentimes we rely on other people to do it exactly. for us. And when I say I resonate so strongly with that gap where people be, mm. I have so much faith in mm, you. Mm, You're mm. doing amazing, sweetheart. I will bet on you. I'll even put money, money on, on you, you succeeding. And it's like, well, baby, I need money. <laughs> I do need money. You do that because I need money. Yeah. Um, and it's like, would you bet on, on yourself? Yeah. Would you go to like, you know, William Hill and be like, you know, here is the Renee coin or exactly. the Courtney coin. And I'm going to put money on that. And if your honest answer right now is no, you have work to do. Yeah. You need to get to a place where it's like, actually, I back my set. I'm even if I do lose, it's not even about the outcome, mm -mm. but it's actually about the belief in yourself. Yeah. 
irrespective of whether I win or lose, I'm backing myself because I actually believe in my capabilities. There we go. Not just because of the outcome, there but actually go. my actual abilities and capabilities. I may have lost this particular game, but you know what? I've won 10 games before that and I'm going to win the one that comes there after we go. that. Um, so yeah, I love that. And I, I think that's the, the beautiful thing about building a track record for yourself mm-hmm. because there is always that thing to go to to say you know what I've done it before and I could do it again or God's done it before and he can do it again and that really does build your confidence in knowing that even when you are not because being confident doesn't guarantee you success in Um, everything that you do like contrary to popular belief it doesn't mean that it's going to set you up for the perfect life you're going to have knocks you probably will experience some rejections and it's easy to get lost in those things but Mm. I think once you have a track record there you can remind yourself that actually this door may be closed but other doors have opened for me and the same person who made it happen before is the same person I am or if not I have even grown since then I am actually better I am more optimized I am better at doing this and I can make it happen way more smoothly and don't allow there are so many different circumstances to life like I think that's another thing we forget about Mm. not everything is actually within our control and so if something has happened to you don't see it always as a reflection of you Mm. it's actually just a, a multitude of different factors right. coming to play which means it hasn't been the best outcome for you but also I love that you mentioned like having your confidence underpinned in something far greater than your performance because a lot of times when you're you don't identify yourself as a confident person yeah. you can just find confidence in the things that you have achieved as much as it's good to have a track record your confidence should not just be based on the fact that you have achieved really great things right. because if a blow does come, it then sends you in this downward spiral of having an identity crisis. Mm. But actually it should be underpinned in the fact that God's got me, firstly. Right. <laughs> That's, boy, I don't know what to tell you. The people around me actually love me. And this is why it's important to build a life that you can be happy about. Because mm. even if you're not happy about your present circumstance, you can still be happy about your life. Right. And there's a very key difference. If something happens to you during the day and you're like, I'm actually not happy with how this happened and I'm trying to log off of my computer now and I'm going to go for a nap. That's different to now wanting to give up on your entire life, Mm -hmm. right? Because oftentimes when you do have that work email, you get that rejection or that thing that, you know, you get that report that says, hey girl, you're in, (laughs) your account's in minus. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> at least you can close that phone close the app close the email and look up and think but I actually love my life mm. right I love the people around me I, and it's it's these very basic things I think the older we get as well we realize that these things of being able to call your friend right. call your best friend call your sister call um your dad and just be like hey I'm having a crappy time right now and even be able to laugh and find joy in those moments Necessary. or find comfort in people lets you know that as much as life circumstances might not be great right now or this particular circumstance might not be great your entire life setting is actually really a blessing Mm. right and we can lose sight of these blessings and we can stop being grateful and I think confidence is really linked to gratitude sometimes because if you are not grateful for the things that have happened you close the window of possibilities to what could happen right so allow yourself to actually be grateful and to experience joy Mm. and to rejoice like I think the the what we believe in our faith like rejoicing and praising is Mm -hmm. so important Mm -hmm. because life will knock you like life will give you a few blows (laughs) and if you do not allow yourself to actually rejoice you're going to be mourning all the time and there's a season for everything and you need to embrace your seasons Mm -hmm. to rejoice Mm -hmm. right and you embrace your seasons to stand firm in this happened well for me and this is a message to everyone out there who deflects as well when something good happens to you like you're saying you're like ah on to the next thing oh wait a minute hang on you need to hold on to this because you actually don't know what the next thing is sometimes there's this certainty that like oh i'm always going to be on an upward trajectory and again that's another like folly of the confident woman right i'm always going to be up Mm -mm. Mm-mm. what goes Maybe us if you sometimes zoom, has hello, to you zoom exactly out. when you zoom out 100% you're on an upward trajectory but when you zoom in there's ups and there's downs Yo. and if you're not careful of holding on to the ups the downs will really knock you even if they're just slight you begin to think and you you begin to like magnify them right you right. begin to really 
zoom into oh my gosh what is going wrong and it's like well actually in the grand scheme of things nothing really is going wrong this is normal this is normal and and again like is that what do we consider normal because Mm. if you think that confidence is having this perfect high all the time and you know it's an instagram feed or it's the highlight reel of people who post all of these really cool things all the time then as soon as anything negative happens to you Mm. you're gonna think there's something wrong with you but remind yourself that life is a very interesting dynamic journey. Your confidence levels are not going to be on 100% all the time. And that's okay, as long as your foundations are not shattered, right? You can be shaken, but if your foundations are not broken, you're okay. And if your foundations are, I'm loved, I actually love myself, I believe in my capabilities, I believe in my talents, no matter what comes at me, you could literally pick me up from here mm-hmm. and put me in the middle of a desert mm-hmm. oasis somewhere and I'll find a way. 100%. Right? And that's being able to back yourself. That's being able to bet on yourself. It's not about the external circumstances. It's about the internal person I am mm. and who I know myself to be, the receipts that I have built over time. And my receipts tell me, come hell or high water, I'm going to be okay. You have to be as well sometimes your circumstances demands that of you exactly. that you have to be okay exactly and that is okay too and that is all right well sisters we hope this little pep talk was actually helpful we hope that you got some practical advice as well as just a little bit of encouragement as you go into your new week so that you can start to enter your confidence era i know that especially when we get to these times of the year where it feels mm. like the end of the year is right. coming rapidly Quick. we can start to reflect on like damn what have i done where am i at and honestly sis you're probably further than you think but we need you to give yourself some pats on the back Absolutely. and if you do feel like or you come to the realization that I, I actually haven't done much it's fine don't beat yourself up about it because you can't enter into your confident era battered and bruised Honestly. you really can't so yeah we hope that you have an amazing week as always you can follow the sisterhood across all social media platforms and you can follow us individually to see our confident journeys okay yes. our confidence journeys the lovely girl on my right is at renee kapuku and i am at cd Boating. and you can also sign up to our mailing list you because we send you weekly glowing and growing tips not only that but the sisters on the mailing list actually got the best tickets for the PMS live show they did can't lie to you don't say that we don't give you nice things because we do but we give nice things to those who are confident enough to sign up to the mailing list well to mysisters.com there we go if you want to build start that journey towards building up your confidence levels how about you take the plunge the leap you jump off the cliff and into the beautiful (laughs) wonderful magnetic community arms that is the to my sisters mailing list yes 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 well we'll talk to you very very soon as always Sundays, evenings, that's when you get an Hello. episode from us. We'll be here even when we're tired and preparing to travel. Yeah. For those that are even listening, yeah, Courtney is going to Singapore. As <laughs> you're listening to, to this, she's going to Singapore. So yeah, the episodes may be a little bit <laughs> short, but we're always going to try and bring you our best. So sisters, we love you. We we thank you. We appreciate you. And as always, keep glowing and growing. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.